Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Monday. What is it? The 12th of October. Hi, I'm Paul and I will be your host this morning. I hope you're having a wonderful week. I hope your week starts wonderfully. Uh, And this is obviously the best way to start your day up to speed with all the important sports news. Yes, we'll bring you up speed with the golf and uh, how uh, our Kiwis have unfortunately faded away in those tournaments. Um, But we had the men's final at Ronan Garris. Um, a bit of a one-sided affair. Um, the Indians have uh, win against the Capitals over in the IPL. We'll have updates from the uh, Giro d'Italia and also um, the uh, World Championships in mountain biking. Um, we have a record has been equaled in Formula One. Uh, we'll bring it up to date with how the NBA finals are sitting um, as that could be decided today. Uh, over in the NRL, and Jared Beale has called it a day. And finally, obviously, we'll have to bring up speed with the um, Bledisloe Cup action, Minor 10 Cup action, and Farrah Palmer Cup action from uh, in the rugby um, as well. So kicking off or teeing off with the golf. Um, and um, over it's uh, this weekend has been the Women's PGA Championship um, and uh, Lydia Ko uh, had a decent uh, um, opening a couple of rounds, um, shooting 68 and 70. Unfortunately, a 74 in her th- in her third round really saw her slip back um, from being a contender in this one. Um, she recovered for t- to shoot 71 in her final round, uh, and she finished um, around about tied 18th. There are still a couple of um, players out on the course, but most of them have finished now. Um, so, yes, Lydia Ko... Um, yeah, tied 18th in this one after a really good opening a couple of rounds. Um, something similar happened to Ryan Fox um, over in the BMW PGA Championship in on the European Tour. Um, a 68 and a 70 in his first two saw him in contention, but a 73 in his third round saw him slip back. He recovered to shoot 70 in his final round um, and finished uh, around uh, finished 20th uh, or tied 20th. Um, over in that one, a decent result for for Ryan, but not clearly what he was expecting or what he was hoping could have been hoping for after those first two, the, the really good first two rounds. And that's really been Ryan Fox's um, issue this season. He's managed to put two um, a couple of rounds together, but that third round generally um, has been his Achilles heel, the first one of the weekend. So let's hope he can improve on that one. Over 
in the tennis. Uh, and as, as I say, it was men's finals day at um, Ronan Garros um, with uh, Rafa Nadal winning, uh, beating Djokovic 6 0, 6 2, 7 5. Um, yes, in straight sets there um, for Rafa Nadal uh, for his, what is it, 13th um, um, Ronan Garros title. He really is the king of clay. Um, so congratulations uh, to Rafa Nadal uh, in that one as the top two seeds um, faced off in the final there. I'm going to hand you over to Ashwin now who's going to take us through our cricket update. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to all our viewers and listeners on the interweb. And as Paul said, the Mumbai Indians have picked up a win against the Delhi Capitals this morning. Batting first, the Capitals put together a score of 162 for four. Shikadawan scoring 69 off 52, and Shirish Ayer with 42 off 33, the main contributors. Despite losing early wicket Rohit Sharma, the Indians got there with a couple of balls to spare, with a minor scare towards the end of the innings with a couple of quick wickets for the Capitals. For the Indians, Quinton de Kock, scored 53 of 36, and Surya Kumar Yadav, 53 of 32. Earlier, the Rajasthan Royals got past the Sunrisers Hyderabad with a ball to spare. Sunrisers scored 158 for four, uh, helped by David Warner's 48 of 38, and Manish Pandya's 54 of 44. But it wasn't enough as the Royals scored 163 for five. Ben Stokes was playing his first game of the IPL, after his time in New Zealand um, with uh, with his dad and scored five on his return. Not not um, unusual, really. He hasn't really had a, a lot of time to settle in there, so I'm sure his scores will get better. And there were a few wobbles for the Royals. Uh, they were 36 for three, with the internationals all back in the hut, Ben Stokes being one of them. But Sanjay Sanju, uh, Sanju Samson steadied the ship for the Royals. And Rian Praya uh, with 42 from 26, and Rahul Tewatia with 45 for 28, Brought it home for the Royals. In trouble for Sunil Narayan as his bowling action has been reported again. This time after the thrilling two-run two win, win for KKK, KKR <laughs> over the Kings eleven, the report was made by the on-field umpires and according to the IPL suspected illegal bowling action policy. Narayan will be placed on a warning list and be permitted to bowl until there is another report against him. And just yesterday, the BCCI have announced the 2020 edition of the Women's T20 Challenge. That's three teams, the Supernovas, the Trailblazers, the Velocity will be playing games on November the 4th, 5th and 7th for the final on the 9th. The venues have still to be announced and there will be no internationals as it does clash with the WBBL. And I think they'd be hard-pressed to try and get the internationals over there at the moment anyway, depending on where the games are going to be played. And finally, with the Plunkett Shield due to get underway very soon, 19th of October, NZC has followed overseas conventions and not allowing spit and sweat to be used to polish the balls. So they'll be using a bit of lemon pledge and a chucks cloth, I'm guessing. That's all our cricket news for today, Paul. Nope, you're on mute, I believe, Paul. <laughs> Thank you very much for that update, Arshwin, and a bit late for folks, but I've just thrown up the uh, IPL table for those of you watching on Facebook um, there so you can see the standings. Um, uh, don't forget, you can also listen to us on the go. Uh, you can download the uh, New Zealand Sports Radio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favourite podcatcher. I know that uh, Stephen's favourite podcatcher is iHeartRadio, um, but uh, Stephen, um, hand it over to you for our weather update and also birthdays this morning. 
Oh, thank you very much, Paul. I'm just thinking we should start some sort of fine system for muting yourself. Um, maybe a $2 <laughs> fine. Any uh, funds made, we can uh, donate to a, a charity of our choice out there, which is probably our own charity at this stage. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, and um, I was going to get to birthdays this morning, but just looking at our weather forecast, it's another great start here in Auckland today. And unfortunately, it's not going to burn off. We're going to, there's a uh, 79 points chance, uh, 79% chance that there will be uh, some rain uh, roll in at some stage today. So make sure you take a, a raincoat and an umbrella. But traffic uh, on the upside is moving around quite nicely at this stage. But I can just see a few drops just starting to hit my uh, windshield at this point of time, which always slows the traffic down. <clears throat> now, in our birthdays this morning, quite an interesting one. We've got three guys, interestingly enough, they were all born within two hours of each other in New Plymouth, Palmerston North and Hawera, respectively. And uh, it's the man that was uh, born in New Plymouth that we start with uh, this morning, Reese Marshall. Now, he was a former chief, uh, Waik Waikato chief, also played uh, for Taranaki. He currently plays uh, for the Irish Pro and 14 team Munster, and of course he plays as a hooker. Now, I'm not 100% sure, but he was very close on the cusp of uh, making the All Blacks at uh, some stage throughout his career. Now, one player who did make the All Blacks and is considered one of our great centres, uh, was uh, born this day in Hawera, is Conrad Smith, and uh, he's uh, obviously a former rugby player who predominantly played at centre, and as far as I'm aware, probably centre only. Can't recall him playing in any other position. You know, he kept he kept in the Hurricanes in Super Rugby, and he played for the All Blacks between 2004 and 2015, and he was a key member of the 2011 and 2015 World Cup winning team. So he's one of, he's of, one of only 20 players to ever achieve that, that feat following the 2015 World Cup. He retired um, from international rugby and took up a contract in France where he played for French club Pau, I think it is. Pau or Pau? Paul. Paul will put me right on that. Um, hopefully his mother isn't listening to this this morning. Um, and finally, Sam Whitelock, uh, who is a current All Black player, currently playing in the... Uh, for the All Blacks at this moment. He obviously played yesterday for the All Blacks, but he was playing as a lot for the Panasonic Wild Knights in the uh, top league in Japan. Whitelock is captain the Crusaders and the All Blacks in five internationals, having earned selection for New Zealand through the um, Mitre 10 Cup for Canterbury. I think it was called the uh, ITM Cup back, back then when he first made the All Blacks. Whitelock has played over 100 tests for the All Blacks since his debut in 2010 and is the youngest New Zealander in history to reach 100 tests. He is the fastest player to ever reach those 100 international appearances uh, across all international rugby. In 2000, and <clears throat> now he's, he was also a former New Zealand Rugby Union Player of the Year, which he won in 2017. He's also played with... Uh, White with um, Brody Retallick and over 50 tests together since 2012. And uh, I think after yesterday's performance, we probably look forward to that pair having a reassociation at uh, some stage during the future. And uh, like uh, our previous uh, recipient, uh, Conrad Smith, he's one of only 20-odd players to have won the 2011 and 2015 Rugby World Cup winning teams, becoming one of only 20 Rugby Union World Cup winners. How freaky is that, guys? These guys all sort of born within two hours 
of each other. I think the longest distance is maybe, I think it's about an hour from New Plymouth to Hawera, and it's about two hours from from uh, Palmerston North uh, to Hawera. So uh, isn't that interesting, Paul? And by the way, is it Po or Po? Po. 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 Mm. No, it's not Pau, like like Bao <laughs> or the um. As uh, it's yeah, but it's not. It's not a. It's, it's a French pronunciation, not a Chinese pronunciation. For Po. I am going to Po. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on that one. Um, so uh, yeah, no, it's it's yeah interesting that so uh, yeah all those guys yeah um you say within such a short time frame of each other um uh, got uh, all all been born there. Moving on then to the um, cycling news uh, and uh, at the Giro d'Italia. Um, this today, or the yes, last night's um, action, was uh, being built, stage was being built as a general classification day, but it didn't really um, happen in the end. There was a breakaway um, of, um, uh, of, 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 well, a large breakaway of, of about seven riders um, and uh, two riders. Uh, managed to pull away from those um, Ruben um, Guilherio, um of um, EF Pro Cycling, who've got the most garish um, jersey in the peloton, uh, managed to out-sprint um, Jonathan Castrovejo of uh, Ineos Grenadiers to win the stage on that one. Um, as I say, uh, it was uh, it was, it was a, a day in the mountains and there was an expectation that the uh, um, so there would be a general classification shakeup, um, but uh, with perhaps what is most one of the most open fields in a Grand Tour in recent memory, um, with only perhaps one or two um, sort of outstanding uh, people who normally would be challenging at uh, for, for for the title, perhaps the others um, are still um, holding their cards um, ahead of uh, uh, until later, and uh, perhaps a bit nervous. Of going too hard, too early uh, in the uh, in this three-week race. Um, over in the um, mountain biking, and it was a disappointing day for um, Anson Cooper. Um, it was uh, tough conditions at um, the World Championships. Um, the rain and the snow did hold off, but it was a very muddy course and very heavy conditions, um, which he uh, found hard going. Um, there was a surprise winner in Jordan Saru of France, um, who uh, uh, to, to win to win it, uh, and um, Anton uh, unfortunately um, came in uh, down at the pack um, after showing some pretty encouraging form in the back-to-back -back World Cup um, races last week. Um, this was uh, a uh, a squeezed-in two-week season um, because of COVID. Uh, and so, uh, obviously, he'll be um, into his off-season, ready to prepare for um, next season now. Um, and other news, the uh, Hell of the North, or um, Paris-Roubaix, uh, to give it its real name, uh, has been uh, cancelled due to coronavirus. One of the five monuments, um, which means we've just got the uh, Tour of Flanders um, of the, uh, uh, is the only monument left to race this year. Um, and we'll obviously bring you news of that. I believe it's on the 18th of October for that one. Um, and we'll keep you up to date with all that sport. Now, Stephen, before we get into our league update, um, we do need to give you uh, um, a little bit of an education um, around uh, how to do some pronunciations. Um, my mum 
is um, from Yorkshire. Uh, and here she goes to tell you, how do you say Huddersfield? Don't say Huddersfield or Huddersfield. It's Huddersfield. Huddersfield. <laughs> now that sounds really stupid. <laughs> so you don't do an H, you do Huddersfield. So there's my mum there, obviously uh, not as um, uh, comfortable on the camera, um, but uh, great for her to give um, give you a bit of guidance there, Stephen, around pronunciations for your favourite um, uh, Super League team uh, as, as I hand over thank, to you for you, our uh, league update. <laughs> thank you for that, Linda. I really, appre really appreciate it. I, I quite like saying it. Uddersfield. <laughs> Good grief. Anyway, on to our... Uh, league news this morning and we have got some league news a, um, a former warriors and kiwi international calls it a day we check in on the results from over the weekend and uh, we see what's where that leaves everybody where the cards will lay shall i say for the major semi-finals which are happening on friday and saturday respectively but our main story this morning premiership winning kiwi international gerard beale has posted a heartfelt message on social media to call time on his career. The Warriors veteran announced he would be calling it quits on Instagram after a 12-year NRL career highlighted by his role in Cronulla's historic grand final win over Melbourne in 2016. After making his debut at Brisbane in 2009, he played 63 matches for the Broncos for four seasons before making 30 appearances in a two-season stop at St. George, Illawarra. Beal joined the Sharks in 2015, racking up 71 games for the club, including the 2016 Premiership decider. Coming off the bench in the second half when winger uh, Sosia Fiki was injured. He joined the Warriors in 2018, adding a further 32 matches to his tally to finish his career with 194 at the Telstra Premiership level. Beal also represented the Kiwis 11 times in the Test Arena. In his farewell post, he wrote... The end of an era. Wow, what a role in the past 12 years it has been. So many have uh, dreamed of playing in the NRL, NRL, let alone playing for 12 years. I will be forever grateful to many people who I've met throughout my career, to my mum and dad for the time that they spent taking me to all my trainings and games when I was young, to the Broncos who gave me the opportunity to debut in 2009, to the Dragons, Sharks and Warriors and all the coaches and managers and teammates I have crossed paths with yet. I say thank you. So that's it. Jared Beal, pretty much a career, a very good 12-year career, done and dusted. Would want to wish him a very best uh, post-career. Uh, but uh, some uh, teams that uh, are still not past their post-career, uh, the Roosters, Raiders, Eels and Rabbitohs, although the Roosters are done for the season because it was the Rabbitohs, the Raiders that beat the Roosters 22-18 on Friday night. And uh, the Rabbitohs, in a strange old game, saw the Eels implode over the weekend. 38-24, the Rabbitohs beating the Eels. What does that mean for the semi-finals? It means the Storm take on the Raiders at Suncorp Stadium this Friday night, 10 to 10 kickoff. And on Saturday night, probably the team that's the favourites to take out the NRL Premiership, I'll probably just put the knocker on them, is the Penrith Panthers, and they take on a uh, Rabbitohs team that seems to be just timing their right 
really well, although uh, Wayne Bennett being really, really coy in his uh, post-match interview saying that, oh, we played a lot better the week before. <laughs> anyway, sure you did, Wayne. You're through to this major semi-final. That kicks off at uh, 10 to 10 on Saturday night, but I'm sure the boys on Wednesday night on the standoff will cover all the bases as Paul puts the uh, table up there. You can have a really, really good look. It's uh, coming to its end, Paul. I've got to ask you, who's your... Uh, your tip to go all the way. I'm I'm tip, I'm tipping the Storm and the uh, and the Panthers to be in the final. Are you going a similar way? Well, uh, what? Um, the uh, well, look, with both of them having had a week off to rest their players, you've got to say they have got to be um, and obviously being the higher seeds, they've got to be uh, favourites um, to go through. But let's be honest, I don't watch any NRL. I've got a clue what's going on. Um, but some. Um, Yes, Penrith and Melbourne. You got to uh, look, are, are, are got to be favourites with having had a little bit less, a little more rest time um, to prepare yeah. for these games. Listen, I, I I would love to see them go all the way and 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 break the record. They will break the uh, long-standing record that uh, that was either either the Manly or the Bulldogs ahead uh, in recent times. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure Hugh will help us out with uh, with that. But I think it'd be fantastic if they've got the go of the way. I think they've actually been the best team in the comp, and I think they may have only lost, God, maybe one or two games uh, round robin now that, I, now that I think back of it. But it's very, very impressive. So it won't be a lot of league news this week, but I will have birthdays, and I'm flying down to uh, the Hawks Bay on uh, Wednesday. So I'll take in that Shield Challenge and have some uh, reports for us. So super excited about that. Uh, but uh, just before you go, uh, uh, Paul, uh, we've, uh, we'll be getting together again this evening at 8pm. Uh, what, what will we be talking about in terms of uh, rugby? Well, just to bring you up to date, um, the, uh, the on, on the Penrith Panthers, one draw and one loss um, and 18 wins. Really impressive season, as you say, um, by them on a on, on a long um, winning streak and have been, yeah, one of the dominant team since the uh, lockdown um, has, uh, has has finished. Uh, as you say, join the uh, boys for the standoff show on Wednesday, 8pm, where they'll uh, definitely go over the two games from the weekend and preview the next two. This evening... At 8 p.m. on the Driving Mall Show. What are we going to be talking about? Well, we'll be talking about who should be kicking for the All Blacks for a start. Um, should it have been Jordy Barrett? Um, should it have been um, one of the other um, players? Um, hopefully, we will um, have a current Minor 10 Cup player on because then we can ask him, how does a player get to the top level of rugby and still put the ball down with one hand when trying to score a try? Um so those things we'll be talking about. We'll also probably have um, we might have a quick chat about um, the minor ten cup uh, and crowds in there, and when will unions start to think out the box and think differently? Because I think there were some disappointing crowds at the weekend um, around that, and they didn't fill uh, the um, Sky Stadium, Sky uh, Sky TV Stadium, Sky Sports Stadium. I think it's called whatever it's for the caked in um, for the All Blacks test, which has got to be worrying. Paul. Paul, I was going to say, is this the first signs of maybe people just starting to get a little bit tight on money? Um, possibly. Apparently, it was the $200 tickets. That um, $200 tickets? Wow. Um, some of us think uh, that, uh, the, that the jerseys are expensive, and at least you get to keep that for more than a day, whereas um, uh, having a seat for just a couple of hours, wow. Um, yes, uh, you've got to say, yes, but the ticket prices um, have got to be part of it. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, look, there are enough people, whilst, yes, a lot of people are struggling, uh, don't get me wrong, um, 
there are enough people at that top end to um, to fill a stadium uh, if they had the desire to go. And I think it's building up that desire to be there for the event um, that they need to be doing more. So rather than uh, worrying about ticket prices. Paul, I was going to say, there's been some... Oh, you go. I was going to say, we'll there's some great images. <laughs> yeah, there's some great images too going around um, of the uh, Australian rugby team. They were invited into the All Black uh, changing room where there was a presentation to uh, Michael Hooper for his uh, 100 games. And uh, you could just see a lot of respect between the two sides. And it's, you know, for me, it's great to see those are the values of, of rugby. And it's, uh, listen, I know that there was a lot of angst between these two sides over the years. So maybe with uh, uh, Dave Rennie, in control of the uh, Wallabies team, it uh, it was just great to see those images, and you'll see those going around on the uh, social network. Yeah, good that uh, whilst the administrations might have an all-time low ebb of their relationship, at least it's not uh, there at the uh, players' level. So thank you very much, Stephen, and uh, you can exit stage right, um, and uh, we'll move on then to that rugby news. Yes, clearly uh, the Bledisloe Cup finished 16-all. Um, some question marks also about them. Neither side being able to um, have a go at a uh, drop goal in the closing minutes of that one. But what a cracking game. Um, Rico Wani uh, obviously spilling a try just on half time. Um, but uh, listening to the post-match interviews, uh, that's not what was to blame. It was more about uh, the Wallabies really uh, controlling the ball very well, especially in that first half, and the All Blacks not playing um, enough territory and the right tactics, perhaps playing too much rugby, as Aaron Smith said. Over in the Midas 10 Cup, and um, good victories for uh, Tasman, who beats uh, Bear Plenty 33-7, and Northland, who uh, got up over Southland 18-14 um, in the uh, Midas 10 Cup. Over in the Farrah Palmer Cup, and it was a big win for Northland against Taranaki, 77-3 um, in that one. In the uh, NBA, and don't forget that um, it is game six of the finals this uh, today. Uh, that starts at 12.30 New Zealand time um, as the Lakers take on the heat. The Lakers leading that one 3-2. They could win the championship today. Over in the uh, Formula One, um, and congratulations to Lewis Hamilton, who won ahead of Max Verstappen um, and Daniel Ricciardo at the FL um, Grand Prix. Um, that is the 91st win of his career, um, which means that he is now, he is now equal um, to Michael Schumacher on the most ever wins by a driver. And surely he'll be breaking that before the end of the season. Um and uh, you have now started the day the best oh best way up to speed with all the important sports news. Um, we'll try and um, bring um, bring you some news on the America's Cup. Um, apparently, New Zealand uh, to New Zealand uh, has capsized for a second time um, on that one um, uh, as uh, their boat suffered some damage um, as well. Not had uh, time to get through all of the details of that, but uh, we'll catch up with that tomorrow on the Morning Sports Briefing at 7 a.m. Cool fact. 
a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.